Welcome to My Heart Songs Podcast number 162, Lost and Found Part 3. Buffalo Nichols sings, Now I ask the question, but I know full well. Will I die and go to heaven or keep living in hell? Live in hell. I was part of a Zoom men's meeting this past week where the topic was caregiving. Heart-rendering stories of men who provided support for dying or dementia-affected partners. The seemingly common struggle for us with Y chromosomes to be able to ask for help, support, assistance, rather than the traditional masculine approach of grin and bear it. I devoted podcast number 29 to this topic, so I will not rehash all that now. Enough to say that this circle of giving and receiving remains a work in progress for most of us. Being able to ask clearly for what would be helpful is not always easy. Beyond all the independence conditioning required to maintain one's status as a real man, sometimes people are just too overwhelmed to even know what they need in a given moment. It takes a certain amount of courage and humility to ask for support, and some men seem incapable of going there. And of course, when we are on the giving end, a fair amount of sensitive awareness is needed to hear what the other is really requesting. I know I often have my own preconceived ideas of what might be helpful, which may be totally off in terms of how the other sees the situation. As I've emphasized many times in these podcasts, being present and actively listening is often more of a healing bomb than all the doing and fixing. Some of the men on the Zoom call also expressed the idea that they were somehow not doing the caretaking right since their loved one was not getting better. As with any form of medicine, the final outcome is often beyond our control, sometimes not what we were hoping for. But the process of getting there, hopefully, has moments of light and deep connection. There is an Italian expression, attaccati al tram. If used by a stranger, it can be a rude sort of F-U, as in too bad, that's just the way it is. Yet among friends, it translates more as a kind reminder that one has to just find a way to accept the situation. Having lunch with a dear friend, we asked two young male waiters if they have ever heard of men's work and if that concept has any meaning for them. One responds that he has never thought about it. The other expresses that he does have a few friends with whom he can discuss more than sports or current events. And really, that is the essence, to have a supportive space where one can safely share one's inner life and express emotions, as well as the daily doings. In the fog of any given dilemma, I know that I have a band of brothers, connected for more than 33 years now, from whom I can seek support. So many men have a loss of soul dragged down by all that is unanswered, unresolved, and unredeemed within them a big part of their legendary quiet desperation. I do believe that God is everywhere and everything. Spirit is all that is. Soul is a unique wave, an individual encapsulated portion in the universal ocean of spirit. Soul is everything that pulls me down, grounds me in desire, passion, the vitality of life. Spirit is all that lifts one, awareness and higher consciousness. Soul and spirit both live within me, and healing into wholeness is breaking the illusion that they are separate. Being a good animal, 
and having higher awareness, individual ego, and cosmic oneness serve me for survival and evolution. The goal is not no self, but rather the freedom to experience life beyond the bounds of the self. Transcendent phenomena always surpass the container of words and my confined perceptions. I conceive of consciousness as a vast field of information and my individual awareness is only a small part of it. It seems to me as I age that spiritual practice can be an antidote to suffering for those times when I am feeling lost, when striving, struggle, searching, and the seductive scramble for more and more overpower, at least temporarily, the gentler inner forces of satisfaction, serenity, and spaciousness. Be it prayer, meditation, living in gratitude, letting one's heart lead the way with compassion, or just being kind to others and oneself, the larger focusing perspective of the great mystery, cosmic intelligence, or God as we understand that concept, can uplift and inspire. There's that Kierkegaard quote, we live our lives forward and understand them backward, which completely appeals to my penchant for self-reflection. Contemplation and action, when combined, can certainly lead to a fulfilled life filled with joyful purpose and service. As an incorrigible neophile, I've recently been listening to NPR's Tiny Desk Concerts, many of which have ethereal, oniric qualities capable of transporting me to a totally different heart and mind space. It's not as if we're short on reminders of mortality these days, but these short musical samples somehow stimulate the full bandwidth of my compassionate humanness. Why do we use computer terms to describe very human experiences, insights? A foretelling of our future evolutionary cyborg reality? What will feeling lost and found look like when we create our own replacement organs, routinely get outfitted with specialized hardware, and have plug-in enhanced learning and healing capabilities once the neural net machine interface details get figured out. Seems appropriate to end with a favorite, favorite Rumi quote. He always manages to easily reach the heart of the matter, and this one fits the lost and found theme quite well. It reads, What is the body? Endurance. What is love? Gratitude. What is hidden in our chests? Laughter. What else? Compassion. Thanks for listening, and remember, as always, friends and family can easily sign up at myheartsongs.org.